So I want to start with the two big questions. The, the two questions that I think that all of us need to answer um, in our lives. And they are, who am I and why am I here? And I mean, these are, these are mammoth questions. They're, they're, they're big, profound, existential questions. And they're questions that unfortunately, most people end up asking themselves over and over and over again. And, and I know this because I've been a, a life coach since 2008. I've been a professional speaker, um, talking to people since 2003. And, and I've worked with hundreds and hundreds of people. And I've had people at all stages and ages of their life tell me things like, I'm not sure what I want to be when I grow up. I mean, I've had, you know, 50-year-olds, 60-year-olds tell me that. I'm not sure what I want to be when I grow up. So the question of who am I, or the, the two questions of who am I and why am I here, clearly are something that are, you know, preoccupying humanity. It's something that we we look at. And uh, let me let me rephrase that. We don't it, we don't preoccupy ourselves with it. It's not something that we keep front of mind. It's just something that keeps resurfacing. And the reason it it keeps resurfacing is that we don't actually ever take the time to properly answer them. And that's not our fault. It's it's a feature a function of of you know sort of how our society goes. And I'm going to talk more about that coming up. I'll talk more about, you know, why this is, and I'll also, of course, tell you what we can do about it. Um, but for now, I want to spend a little bit more time actually just looking at those questions. So if let's start with the first one, who am I? If you think about that question, who are you? You know, there are a million different ways to answer that. The easiest is, of course, you know, your name. My name is, you know, who am I? I'm Patrick Matthew. That's who I am. But if someone says, no, but but who are you? Well, I guess it depends. It depends on what do you want to know? Like, you know, it's kind of a tough question for us to answer because there's a million different ways we can answer it. And it's hard to answer that without having thought about it first or without actually being crystal clear about who we are, about who I am. So a lot of times people will default to these sort of situational answers. And years ago I was at a, at a conference and I saw someone do this exercise and it, and it you know, really highlighted this beautifully. And so I'm going to kind of explain the exercise and explain how that went. And I want you to play along. Um, so the idea is, and I'll, you know, I'm going to use myself as the example here. So the idea is if someone said to me, who are you? I'm going to say, I'm Patrick, you know, I'm Patrick Matthew. And they say, see that door over there? There's someone on the other side of the door. When they come through that door, who do you become? Now, let's say that my father comes through that door or my mother. Now, they're both deceased, but 
for the sake of argument, let's just say they come through that door. Well, then who am I? Well, I'm their son. You know, that it's very clear. That's, that's who I am. That's the, the role that I take on is I am, I'm their son. Now, let's say that the person that steps through that door is one of my kids. I have a boy and a girl. Let's say that one of them steps through the door. Well, now who am I? Now I'm their father. I'm still also the son of my parents, but if they're not in the room, I'm not thinking of myself that way. I'm thinking of myself as the father to, to these kids because they're the ones that are in the room. So you, you get a sense for where this is going, right? You get a sense for, for what I mean by this. And I, I find that a lot of people end up doing this. They take their personalities, they take their, their identities and adjust them ever so slightly to fit the situation and the scenario. And this is normal. I mean, this is absolutely normal human behavior. Who you are with your best friend is somebody entirely different, is, is most likely entirely different than who you are with your boss or your boss's boss. You're going to behave differently. You may speak differently. Um, it's just, it's a different, it's a different vibe, right? Hanging out with your best friend versus sitting in a, in a meeting with your boss's boss. But the question then, like, you know, if we keep playing this out, it really comes down to us choosing our identity or, or not choosing our identity, but reflecting those pieces of our identity that fit a certain role, you know? So maybe who are you is, you know, so I'll keep going with myself, you know, over the years, who have I been? Well, I've been, uh, I've been in a student. I've been a university student. I've been uh, a salesperson. I was in sales for a number of years. So I was a, a sales rep. I was a sales manager. I was a, a country manager. I, I, you know, I had a whole bunch of different roles. I had some, some credentials that added some letters to the end of my name in, in the area of information security when I worked in that field as a salesperson. Um, you know, I had a whole career where who are you was about information security sales and that's who I was. Um, and then that shifted and changed when I started to do this work around personal development and around speaking to people and, and helping people. And then the question of who are you? became more and more focused around that. I'm a speaker. And then I wrote a book. So now I'm a speaker and an author. And, and then I did workshops. I started doing workshops and I started, you know, coaching people. And, you know, I became a certified life coach. And then I became a certified master coach. And then I went on to train people as coaches. So the who are you got more complex it got more you know there was just a, a more to it than than just a simple job title um but but at the bottom of it all who am i 
always kind of depended on who I was sitting with. Right. And that was, that was the example that I saw in this, in this, uh, conference years before was, you know, they, they, they asked the person who was going through this role-playing thing with them, you know, all these different people come through the door. Who are you? If your boss comes through, who are you? If your spouse comes through, who are you? If your kids come through, who are you? If you know, so on and so on. And then the question was, who are you? If nobody comes through the door, who are you? If you're just in a room by yourself. So think about that for a second. Who are you when you're all by yourself? And, you know, there, there's no role to play. There are no external expectations to be met. Nobody is, is expecting you to, to, you know, act a certain way, behave a certain way, um, speak a certain way. It, it's just not, that's not who you, you know, there, there are no expectations in that moment. So who are you? And for a lot of people, that's a really tough question. And, and a question that is scary, frankly, for a lot of people, as I said, I've been a coach and I've worked with a lot of people who spend a lot of time running from that question, you know, not wanting to face the idea of who am I when I'm in a room all by myself? Because it's really hard to tell. It's really hard to know. The easy way out, the simple, the, the shortcut way out is to be something else for someone else, you know, to take on a role. So to play the role of the father, to play the role as the son, to play the role as the employee or the customer or the boss or, you know, the, the, you know, whatever, whatever those roles are, it's easy to fit into that because when I take on the role of father, I know that that comes with a whole set of expectations. And I know that that comes with a, a way of being. And some of those are things that I've created for myself. Some of those are, are ways that I've picked up from my parents and, you know, my father and how he was. And in some cases, I've taken on some of the things that he used to do because I thought they were good. And in other cases, I've moved away from some of the things because I want to do things differently. So, but, but they're, you know, they're drawn from that experience. But when it comes to just being me, that's a different story, right? Like with no expectations, with no kids in the room, with no partner in the room, with no boss or client or student or teacher or parent or with nobody else in the room, who are you? And I mean, it, it's no wonder that people have a hard time answering that because it's very difficult to come up with that, to come up with an answer to that question because most of us never are given an opportunity to think deeply about that, are never given an opportunity to reflect on that because from our 
earliest days, we're busy fitting in. We're busy fitting into, you know, from you know early on, you know, when you're first born, we think we're the center of the earth, right? Because we're infants and toddlers and we, we are the center of the earth. <laughs> when you're a toddler, you cry and you get what you need. Um, and then at some point you grow up and you you start interacting with other people a little bit more and you realize, oh, wait, there's a world outside of me. And that realization kind of dawns and, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a child psychologist. I can't tell you the, the ages and stages of development of all of those, those kinds of things. But then at some point in the game, we end up being socialized and, and sent off to a school or a daycare or or something. And we're introduced to other little beings like ourselves. And we have to figure out how to get along and we have to figure out how to share and we have to figure out how to cooperate and, you know, and eventually we develop some friendships and, you know, all the way along, we're figuring ourselves out based on the reactions of other people, based on, you know, that interplay between what I want or what feels good to me and, and, you know, what other people expect of me. And that's kind of how it goes. We, we're not given an opportunity to sit down and just sort of with a blank sheet of paper, figure out who we are and, and you know, what we want to do while we're here. So, so let's move on to the second question then. Why am I here? And again, for a lot of people, that second question ends up going into a default mode. You know, we think, we, we, we answer it with our job title. Well, I'm here, you know, why am I here? Oh, because I'm the regional manager for something, something, or I, you know, I, I'm a teacher or I'm a, a doctor or I'm a lawyer or I'm a whatever. And that's what, that's what you do. That's not why you're here. And, you know, it can get really tricky. And the reason that this is important, I mean, it, it is foundational and, and fundamental, the who am I and why am I here? But the reason that it, that it keeps popping up and the reason that it's, you know, especially important is that sometimes there will be these giant shifts and changes. And when those things happen, our identity can get completely rocked, you know, so you might be just going about your daily life and, you know, you're, you're thinking, ah, oh, you know, who am I? And, you know, and you might, might just be having some, one of those reflexive moments where you think about that. That's fine. But what happens if your identity is really, really tied to something specific and, you know, I'll pick marriage. So who am I? I'm a husband. That's who I am. I'm this person's husband. And then something happens and that marriage falls apart or starts to look shaky. Now, the who am I is completely called into question. And if it does fall apart, well, now it's gone. Now I'm in a full-blown, not only am I, am I in a crisis because the marriage is in trouble or has fallen apart, but I'm in trouble and I've fallen apart because my identity 
has just gotten challenged and, and completely upended. Or, you know, if I'm if I'm basing it on my job, and this as a, again as a coach, I've seen this one so many times where people are really, really they have their identity wrapped up in their job title, wrapped up in what they do, and wrapped up in you know the perks that come along with the job and the you know whether it's travel or whether it's a car or whether it's you know whatever that is if that gets taken away from them because of who knows what you know maybe maybe it's a performance issue and they're let go maybe it's just that their industry is shifting and changing and their company is downsizing or maybe their company just goes away Suddenly, they're 55, 60 years old, and they don't have that job title anymore. And they can't answer the question, who am I? Because they're stuck on who they used to be. And and maybe it isn't something drastic. You know, maybe it's not some sort of life-shattering thing like, like a career that gets ended or a, or a marriage that ends. Maybe it's something more organic and natural. And I'm going to give you two examples and you tell me if these sound at all familiar. Maybe maybe they're directly familiar to you or maybe they're familiar because you've seen or know people who've gone through this. But for the people who answer who am I as you know th- their foundational thing is I'm a parent. I'm the father of these kids or I'm the mother of these kids what happens to that identity when those kids move out of the house you know the the classic empty nest syndrome we spend 18 20 whatever it ends up being years caring for focusing on these children and doing everything we can for them and making sure that they have every opportunity that we can we can help them with and trying to make sure that they have a great life and then they go off and live the great life without us and on the one hand we're super happy about that on the one hand we're we're proud and we want to see them go but on the other hand once they go and you know it's kind of the reverse of that you know in the in the scenario i talked about earlier it's like if someone comes into the door who are you if they come into the room who are you now here's the case where if the kids leave the room who are you and a lot of people a lot of parents who are very heavily invested in that identity as a parent don't know how to answer that question and have you know a, a life crisis trying to figure that out trying to figure out how to reinvent themselves because for so many years their identity and their their concept has really been focused around that parent role or it could be you know back to the idea that you're you're focused around your job and your title and your your status that comes along with that but rather than it being you know a traumatic thing where the company downsizes and you lose your job it's just retirement you know you're you're 
working away, you're contributing, it's wonderful, everything's great, and now it's time for you to retire. And you've been working towards this, and part of you's really been looking forward to this because this is going to be great, this is what you're expecting, it's, it's what's expected of you is to, to you know retire and live this great new life, and isn't this going to be wonderful? And the time comes, and you're lost. And you don't know who you are anymore. Because if somebody says, who are you? The only answer that comes to mind is, I'm a retired something. You know, I'm a retired teacher, or I'm a retired doctor, or I'm a retired, you know, whatever it is. And I've seen a lot of people struggle with that as well. You know, trying to figure out, what do I do with myself now? And... You know, this can have some some very serious consequences. You know, there's some statistics out there. I won't, I won't get into all the statistics, but there's some statistics out there about the, the decline that people can experience if they're not prepared for that retirement, if they're not prepared for these big shifts and pivots in life, and they're not able to shift and pivot, the 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 impact of that change can be very, very serious. So we need to think more about who we are and why we're here. And, and as I said, I, you know, there's some, some reasons that I'm going to get into about why we don't really do that. And I'm going to give you some, some solutions and some suggestions on how to actually think more clearly about those questions. But for today, I'm just going to leave it here and I'll pick those other discussion points up um, the next time. But uh, I just want you to spend some time thinking about that question for now. Who are you? And, and importantly, who are you when no one else is in the room? All right. So spend some time thinking about that. Maybe you want to make some notes. Maybe you want to, you know, reflect on it. Maybe you want to talk to other people about it. Um, but I, I really encourage you to spend some time looking at that from a bunch of different angles and, and taking it seriously because, you know, this, this is what life is all about is figuring out who we are and figuring out why we're here. And, and I want to help you with that. And I look forward to doing that. 